Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome back to another live edition of Tiddle Sports with Rick Tittle. I'm your humble host, and it's great to have you with us wherever you are listening in this great land of ours. Keyword is great. And uh, we want to hear from you. What is going on in your sporting world? I cover every sport. Yeah, that's right. What does cover mean? Well, it means I'll talk about any sport that I talk about. 1-800-878-PLAY is the way that you get in and get hurt, girl. 1-800-878-7529. Let's talk about, let's give them to how about live, Stepbrothers right there. Uh, around the world, all around the world, on the American Forces Radio Network, proud to, uh, I'd like to say, sir. But uh, that's one thing you say, like, you have any regrets? I don't know if I call it a regret, but I always thought until I was an adult that I would be in the military. <clears throat> and uh, I wasn't in the military. So this is my little way of tipping my hat towards the military, giving them outstanding information and intrigue and entertainment on AFN. I know it's a paltry substitution, but uh, there I am. 500 outlets, 177 countries. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Sportsbyline.com is the website through which you can hear all the programming stream. Just click listen live. Some of the shows are taped. Um, This one is not. This one's coming right to you. Unless you're listening on the iTunes podcast or the Stitcher podcast. Perhaps you're streaming, though, live on iHeartRadio or iTunes. I love the iTunes app. All great stuff. On your TV set, too. HBO, ESPN. Boring. Go to the real excitement. That's CRN2, CRN Digital Plus 2, 35 million home homes. Also, you can get us uh, on social media, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. The Facebook page and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We got a Groundlings vet. We got a guy, Dave Hill from Fespocalypse. Dave Hill, who's still banned from Twitter and a movie talk about at the end of the show. Come on back. 
Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Watching a little NBA basketball yesterday, and my Warriors dismantled, and I can't just say dismantled, they dismantled the Sacramento Kings. And uh, so now the the Warriors are 3-3, and 
if you watch the first two Warrior games, you would be really having to get out a microscope and tweezers to find 15 wins from the schedule. I mean, that's how horrifying <laughs> they looked in those first two games. <clears throat> and you kind of thought to yourself, wow, this, yeah, I thought last season was bad. Damn. Not just damn, but damn. Well, they're three and three. And yes, they did get crushed in their three losses, but um, they're an entertaining team, man. They, they really are. And the Kings were done from the get go. It was 37 to 20 after the first quarter. The game was over. If you know the NBA, that's, I'm sorry, the Warriors are four and three now. I forgot they beat Portland the second time around. They actually have a winning record. They're four and three. But um, 137, 106. Curry, number 30, 30 minutes, 30 points. Um, and everyone was hitting threes on this game. Everybody. Not just Curry, but Wiggins. Oubre had a good game again. Uh, Pascal, Mulder, Jordan Poole, Wanamaker, Bazemore. They were all hitting threes. It was crazy, man. And people thought, well, what's Steph Curry going to do the night after going for 62? Well, <clears throat> four of seven from three and getting 30 points. This is Karen. It's not too bad. Oh, someone just spoke to me there. I'm hearing voices now like Son of Sam. Wait, he's heard a dog. So, um, <laughs> after another great game, uh, Curry's sister, Sidel, who is uh, married to Damian Lee, who also is on the Warriors and hit a really nice game-winning shot earlier um, this season. She apparently was getting mad at critics online, and uh, she said, uh, now please shut up, respectfully, proud little sis. So she threw it out. I don't know who the people are, and I, believe me, I don't live my life on social media. It's not real. Some people, their whole raison d'etre, the whole <clears throat> self-esteem, uh, your self-image is how many likes you get or whatever. And look, people would rather be liked than not liked. But you know what I mean? These people who think that that's where we are, that's where the arguments are to be made. That's where discussions are to be made. Um, now, one time a guy tweeted back at me. I just remembered I said something and he like sent like three straight sassy replies, you know, which I ignored. And he said, geez, Rick, you for someone on the radio, you're not a very good conversationalist. And I wanted to say, do you think you can have a conversation on Twitter? But anyway, Sidel threw that out there. And I don't know who these people are that were uh, <clears throat> saying this stuff. But, you know, Draymond Green, I can see why. And that's not just lately. But I can see why that if Draymond d didn't play on your team, why you would hate that guy. He's a nuisance. He's a pest. He's getting rebounds. He talks a lot of crap. At one point, he was trying to get people to rotate, and he did this, like, galloping dribble, like, literally catching air, swinging his right arm in a windmill move. It's almost like over-the-top coaching 
from the hardwood. And then, you know, standing up and applauding and talking crap. We love Dre here, but, oh, I know why Charles Barkley said, would please someone punch him in the face. Remember that? Like two years ago? Will someone please punch Draymond Green in the face? <laughs> I get it. Um, you know, it was interesting to see Harrison Barnes with, uh, you know, he, he had an okay game for the money he makes, but uh, somebody I know had, I think, a pretty good line about Wiggins. He said he's Barnes but can shoot. And I thought, wow. You know, we were all hope. Remember, Barnes was selected in the first round, Draymond Green in the second round, uh, in that draft. But yeah, Bar- and I, believe me, I love Harrison Barnes. He's a great guy. But I just wonder what Luke Walton was doing outside of having his nose over the top of his mask. You know, he's the head coach of the Kings, and he was part of the Steve Kerr uh, build-up before he went to L.A. and then now sack and had his own accusations to deal with but he did but after the kings were down basically for the last three quarters i wouldn't even call it playground basketball they would just kind of go down and you know darren fox you feel like trying something buddy hill do you want to hoist one up from two steps behind the arc you know like what, what are you doing this guy named guy is he from virginia you know maybe i'll pass it maybe i won't uh, it just, looking at the Kings, you would say, wow, they're poorly coached. They have three wins. They're not poorly coached. It's just, that's the NBA. And that's the thing that drives me mad about the NBA sometimes is after one quarter, they were down 17 and they gave up. They just gave up. They're done. And so, but anyway, I was liking it. And here's the other thing about the Kings. You know, I don't know why they moved. When I was in college, the Kansas City Kings decided they were going to go to Sacramento, and David Stern signed off on it. And it was the first of these name-brand-sponsored arenas. They ran out of cash over there in Natomas by Highway 80. If anybody pays for the rest of the stadium, we'll name it after you. And Atlantic Richfield Oil Corporation stepped up, so here we had Arco Arena. And then I was like, wait, you can do that? Yeah, we'll pay for it, and we'll put our name on it. Uh, They were going to move to Anaheim. They were going to move to Vancouver. They were going to move to Nashville, all the places. They were going to move to Vegas, the Maloof brothers. And then, of course, you had the great team with Weber and Peja and and Bibby and Vlade. But, uh, and one of the worst ref games maybe of all time, that Western Conference final against the Lakers. But they were going to move again. And the mayor, Kevin Johnson, my former classmate, uh, helped get that golden, that golden one arena is fantastic. And I'm happy for the Kings. As I've mentioned more than once, my uh, older brother lives in Sacramento, even though he's a Warrior fan because he's from here. But I'm happy that the people in Sacramento have a professional team. But I do remember being at the Coliseum years ago, way before the Steph days, and these Kings fans were sitting next to me and my brother in the top deck at the Coliseum. And they're just screaming, yeah, screw you, Warriors. Ah, every time the Kings made a shot, they celebrated like it was a World Cup winning goal. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Ah. And one guy's like, yeah, man, and I'm, I'm from Oakland. Ah. And he's like, where are you guys from? I'm like, wait, you're from Oakland and you're a Kings fan? He goes, well, I moved to Sacramento. And I go, so you used to be a Warrior fan. 
He went, what? I go, you used to be a Warrior fan. He was like, yeah. But now you despise them? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I. It's funny. During those years, or year really, when the Kings mattered, there were a lot of people down here who, quote unquote, switched teams. And they're all around their late 30s, early 40s. They have Kings jerseys hidden in their closets, just like they have Lakers stuff. Uh, so I remember that, and for some weird reason, I do like it a little bit more when we, as Warriors, beat the Kings. Because I'm happy they're there, I'm happy for the people of Sacramento, but also the Kings can kiss my butt. All right, on that happy note, let's go to commercial, and come on back on Sports Talk. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Email from Jeremy said, Rick, would you take Von Miller after seeing what he said to his ex on Twitter? Um, thanks for the... Uh, Thanks for the, uh, uh, what's it called? Email. I was going to say text or tweet. Thanks for the email. How do you kids communicate these days? Um, uh, as a player, yeah, absolutely. I would take Von Miller. It's very ugly. And I I didn't get into it, but this is the, you know, researching it. But yeah, he said some horrible things about how when his ex-fiance got pregnant and he said, you know, get an abortion, F that, F you praying for she said praying for a miscarriage all this stuff and she was saying i can't believe it i'm so disappointed you've been trying to get me pregnant forever and now you don't want any part of me blah 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 that's very personal stuff and really the the public has no right knowing that stuff you know did he threaten her um you know it was her decision to those were texts between each other and she made the text public to show what a bad guy he is. Is that, you know, are those horrible things to say? Sure. Um, but that's his relationship, right? Why, why is that any business of ours? Would I take him? Yes, I would take him. Would I want him to, you know, marry my niece? No, I wouldn't. Um, but those are two different things. You know, we just were so judgmental. As I said, I don't condone what he said. You know, praying for a miscarriage. Well, that's that's the way he feels. You know, I'm not going to call him evil. Um, if that's the way he feels. <clears throat> I mean, it's a it's a harsh thing to to tell someone that you got pregnant who's, I guess, looking forward to having the baby. Because I'm sure there's cases where a guy has said that and the girl has said, me too. Um, but as I said, I'm not here. I'm not, you know, trying to tell the guy how to act or what to do. But it, yeah, it's an unsavory thing. It's an embarrassing thing. But it's just, it's this world we live in now. That conversation, well, that conversation, those texts between those two adults are none of our business. And I, I'm almost embarrassed that I know about it 
and I did. I saw it before you um, uh, emailed me. And thanks for the email, rickatsportsbyline.com. To answer your question, once again, absolutely I would take Von Miller on my team. <clears throat> uh, the Raiders already have a guy in Trent Brown, literally the most expensive right tackle that's ever played. Right tackle, yeah. And he said to paraphrase that uh, to his ex that if she took his son away from him, that he was going to put a gun to her head. And he's the most expensive right tackle in the league ever, ever. So um, I think that's worse than praying for a miscarriage. <laughs> where do you where do you put these on these on your charts of uh, nefarious uh, feelings and thoughts and comments and actions? When you threaten to kill a, a human being, <clears throat> now you can get religious about it. It is a human. I'm not trying to do Roe v. Wade with you here, but I'll, I'll just tell you that I don't. I don't think that's something that that's any of our business. Outside of if you know if a if a grown up was in danger, if he said, "Look, if you don't have an abortion, I'm gonna." shoot you. You remember the Ray Carruth situation? I mean, Ray Carruth hired hitmen to kill his pregnant girlfriend. I mean, you, you, that is evil. And that, I think he got out too. And we talked about a couple of years ago. I think Ray Carruth was walking the streets for some stupid reason. You know, it's, I remember uh, in this HBO show had this guy on the the show on the Yorkshire Ripper just this evil evil guy he would hit young girls in the back of the head with a hammer and have his way with them and kill them and and just cut them to pieces they finally found him after years and years and years and we find him guilty and he's going to get 18 years in prison it's like why I don't I don't understand I know it's a different case. I don't understand how the criminal justice I mean you should get 18 consecutive life sentences that's if you didn't get a you know, capital punishment. I don't know how these things work, but um, in today's world, <clears throat> if you are a person with any modicum of fame, you have to watch out what you text someone. And I remember years ago, someone DM'd me something and I DM'd them uh, an insult back. Like, I don't know. F you or something. And I instantly had three friends say, he'll take a screenshot of that and make it public. I'm like, good, go ahead. And they go, no, 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 that's what people do now. Well, that was years ago. Now that hella happens. And I didn't care at the time. I mean, I don't, as they say, I don't uh, like swearing. And it's, uh, you know, my dad never swore, I, but I do swear off the air. I, I'd like to try not to do it <clears throat> in mixed company. But I remember one time, I was on whatever the mood I was in, I don't even remember what the guy said. I was like, F you, jackass. He's going to screenshot it. Good. Well, when you text your girlfriend, you know, praying for a miscarriage, you dumb bee, uh, you know, white. And then one, he wrote, uh, just disappear. I mean, at least he's honest. Do you want me in your life? Do you want to help raise the kid? Are you going to be a good dad? Just disappear. Now, is that scary for the woman? Yeah, it's scary. And you could even say they were less than tacit or even overt threats. 
I don't take them that way, but I'm not her. And so maybe that's why she put it out there just to say, hey, if anything bad happens to me, this is what Von Miller is saying to me personally. You know, I would never try to tell someone to feel safe if they don't feel safe. You know, I realize <clears throat> that, you know, the way I look at the world is, you know, as a six foot two white man, you know what I mean? I don't have to, and that's really what people talk about, white privilege. White privilege isn't when a white guy wins the lottery. White privilege is I don't have to worry about getting shot when the CHP pulls me over unless I draw a gun on them. That's kind of white privilege. And also I know that if I get jumped, I can handle myself. But I know that there are people who can't handle themselves. And believe me, if it's three on one, I'm not going to handle myself. <laughs> I'm not going to act like I can beat everybody up because I can't. Plus at my age. Jake Johansson had a great joke. He's older than me. He goes, when I hit, when I turned 50, no one wanted to beat me up anymore because you can't brag about it. Like, oh, I kicked Jake Johansson's butt. Isn't he 50? Yeah. So what? Uh, he had that line. He said uh, he was at a bar and a guy came over and goes, what are you looking at? He goes, uh, well, we both know the answer and, and it's you. I looked at you for a second. Why'd you do that? He goes, well, I was in my apartment by myself. Then I thought, why don't I go to a bar and look at other people? And I just so happened to make eye contact with you. So that's what I was looking at. <laughs> I always like that. But uh, anyway, thanks for the email. It's unsavory. And every single person in the NFL is going to see it. Every sports fan who looks at headlines is going to see it. It's going to make Von Miller look like a bad guy. And, you know, he does. I'm not. I'm not trying to support Von Miller in this argument. I'm really not. I'm just saying that that's very personal business between those two people. And she made it public. Now, it's different when then Addison Russell physically abused his wife and his wife came out with not one, not two, but three public exposés and written a very long worded, well written case by case of how it started. <clears throat> I remember. Kevin Elster's wife had this thing about ballplayers' wives who get cheated on, and she said he came home and didn't have his wedding ring on, and he kept hiding his hand in his pocket, and then I found the wedding ring, and then he went out and had a new one made and pretended it was the one, and then I saw a girl's checkbook in the car. You know, it, this, this happens to famous people's wives all the time, and husbands. But it happens to ball players. Sometimes I wonder why a girl would even want to be a ball player's wife. You know? But you know, I'm not saying they're all like that. But it I you know, I do raise an eyebrow. Um when it's a guy who has beautiful women throwing themselves at him and he's twenty one. Yeah. But anyway, Von Miller, he looks terrible, but that's a private conversation. I'll take him on my team anytime. Um, you know, as I said, it's not something to celebrate when a guy says horrible things like that, but it's his private business and he did not commit any crime. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violence. I wonder if my parents will ever be a part of my job.
This is Karen Lyle with Latitude 38's Max Ebb on Sailsport Talk. Let's eavesdrop on a conversation between Max Ebb and Lee Helm on sailing science. I ran aground a few weeks ago, taking my usual shortcut into the marina, right in view of the Yacht Club, too. I was mortified. <laughs> Matt, there's like a little book you can get at the marina office? Yes, I know how to read the tide book, but this tide was exceptionally low during a full moon. What I don't understand is why, with the sun and moon pulling from opposite sides of the Earth, we get extra strong tides. Shouldn't the gravity from the sun partially cancel out the gravity from the moon? Yet we get spring tides on the new moon and on the full moon. Oh, because it's the gravity gradient, not the gravitation per se. And also, why do we get two highs and two lows every day? If it's the moon's gravity pulling on the water, you'd think there'd be just one high tide each day, always on the side of the Earth closest to the moon. Well, it's the same answer. It's the gravity gradient. The change in gravity from one side of the Earth to the other, in a uniform gravity field, there'd be no tides. Earth and water would, like, both feel exactly the same pull. You'll have to explain this gradient thing. <laughs> okay, for sure. So first, remember that gravitational force drops off with the inverse square of distance. For example, if you have a gravitational attraction from a large object like the moon, and then you double your distance away from the moon, you'll only have one quarter of the gravitational force. Easy high school level proof based on a symmetrical Gaussian surface integral. Uh, look it up. Um, but we don't need to get into that right now. Okay, inverse square is easy enough. I remember that. Well, now let's work this out with some numbers. So we all know the moon is about 250,000 miles away. The Earth has a radius of about 4,000 miles. The moon is pulling. Wait for it. Ah, 3.3% harder on the ocean on the side of the Earth near the moon than it's pulling on the center of the Earth. Right. So there's a high tide under the moon. Makes perfect sense. Doesn't answer my question. <laughs> okay, so now look at the side of the Earth away from the moon. The moon is pulling by 3.3% less on the far side water than on the Earth itself. We're left with water on the near side being pulled towards the moon, away from the Earth, and on the far side, it's like the Earth being pulled away from the water. So it's like the Earth and the water around it are being stretched out with high water on each side? Exactly. But still, shouldn't the moon and sun cancel each other out, at least partly when they're on opposite sides of the Earth? Well, that's the cool part. So, okay, the gravity forces are opposite, but the gravity gradient end up being in the same direction. So it's like two negatives making a positive. Both bodies, even though they're on opposite sides of the Earth, tend to stretch out the Earth and the water on it along the same line. Good. So, trick question. In English, do two positives make a negative? No, they don't, especially not in English. It's just like in math. A double positive is still a positive. Yeah, right. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world on AFN. Hey, it's Tuesday, and what we do in the first hour on Tuesdays is we check in with the co-host of this segment from salesporttalk.com. How many nationally syndicated radio shows talk sailing? Well, this one does on Tuesdays in the first hour, and it is with Karen Lyle, who joins me as she does basically for the last nine months, as I do, in the East Bay in our homes. How are you, Karen? I'm doing great. It's raining outside. Looks like London. We've got like all this misty 
Yeah, it's 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 not sailing weather. You know what? Where I am, it is bright blue skies. Really? I think we're only a few miles away from each other. See now, I if know. we had been wait, is this a rerun? Had, <laughs> if we had not been in the pandemic, we would be seeing each other every week over in San Francisco in in the sports pylon broadcast studio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know and, and it's. I, um... <clears throat> That's the one thing about, I mean, I don't miss the commute, obviously, which I've been doing for, been working in downtown San Francisco since 1989. I don't miss the commute. But yeah, I miss that and the comedians coming through and, you know, that type of stuff is good. So as we look back, first of all, Happy New Year, uh, Karen. Happy New Year to you and to all our listeners. Yes. Um, you today, I know you wanted to sort of look back on 2020 and, and, and think about some of the topics and people we got to know. Yes, and actually, I was thinking, I was looking over the list of guests we've had. This is our 92nd show, Rick. And um, when we started out in the first part of January, we were interviewing um, Paul Kayard with the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame because he had won, um, he'd been placed in the class of 2020, and there was plans for, for, for all kinds of celebrations because he was the first sailor to be recognized in uh, alongside of, of the other sports um, of that class. And I had to watch as everything got canceled, and so did you. Because a guy had to eat a bat. I know. It's <laughs> affected the whole world. Um, when you um, When you emailed me to, to think about... Um, you know, 2020, there's three guests that, that we had a lot of good guests. Um, and we've of course had a lot of discussions with our friend Christopher Kane, our America's cup expert as well. But the three that popped up first and foremost, head and shoulders above everyone. And I think we had him on three times was Sir Robin Knox Johnston. That guy is a man's man. He's, he's really been, um, a wonderful friend actually. Um, I, I think that if it hadn't been for the pandemic, I don't know that we would have had the leisure to chat and become acquainted, but we talked on so many occasions and he came on the show at least three times. Um, and he's been a great support behind the scenes. He introduced me to um, Sir Keith Mills, who was the one who was having Vivica rebuilt and we, we interviewed him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think about a guy who, you know, because I always think, about going to sea and and the glory of it and the fascination of it and the exploration. But then again, you know, uh, one of human beings' deepest fears is deep water. And so for someone to get beyond that, just you personally, how how are you able to get beyond the the deep water fear? Was it just something that you just kind of put out of your mind and figure, hey, if I go in, I'll just get back on the boat. It's not a big deal. Well... I swim, and I have. Um, I, I remember. I, I remember when I first started to to um, swim. I was fifteen, and before I before I started to swim, everybody would laugh at me because if you put me in a pool, I looked like a dog paddling. You know, I just didn't have any ability. And uh, I had. I, I learned how to swim at the age of fifteen, and went on to a swim team. And kind of, I think that that. I mean, even though if you're in the water and it's cold or there's, you're in the ocean, it's, the swimming is not 
you know, it's helpful, but it's, you know, it's really that life jacket that, that, that keeps you going until, or, or lifeboat or whatever it is. I think that if you, if you've spent time in the water, maybe you're not so afraid of it because you know that you can manage it. Um, you know that, but you know, it, it doesn't really bother me. Um, but I'm conscious on an intellectual level of the danger. Okay. Looking back on the salesporttalk.com statement, by the way, Rick Tittle with Karen Lyle. You're going to have to help me. I don't have that list in front of me. You're going to have to help me with his name. But who was the guy we had who was a British admiral who also served for a year as a guest in the United States Navy? Because I found that guy very fascinating. Yes. So that was um, Vice Admiral uh, John McAnley of the Royal Navy. And, um, And it turns out that he and Sir Robin Knox Johnson are buddies and and that they they were in the merchant marines at the same time when they were younger and uh, had stories to tell um, you know related to that and so it was but I didn't I didn't meet John McAnley through Sir Robin it was just a coincidence that I found out that they knew each other and lived close together so um, but John John is um, he's, he's a great guy I really enjoyed hearing the perspective on the other side of the pond no, it's great stuff. And for you, when you were over there on the Thames and those Royal Yacht Clubs, you you did a lot of pretty good networking there, didn't you? Yes, and that's actually what's what's brought a lot of the guests in that we've had from overseas is people that I met when I was traveling uh, right before the pandemic. You remember um, we interviewed Ole Fal, who was um, off the coast of Portugal, um, who who had gotten strand basically couldn't come into a safe harbor, and there were all of those boats there were 200 that were just in uh, through the mediterranean and the and the in the caribbean who couldn't come home because of the pandemic and we had several several um, interviews with ole while he was trying to get governments to open up or make some place for them to come so they could be protected from the the elements and have a place to land we also had in studio i think it was right before the pandemic we had a u.s admiral um, yeah, that was kind of cool to talk to him as well, being that my dad was a Navy officer and served on the Admiral staff in the Pacific Fleet. So that was kind of cool to talk a little shop with him. Right. That was um, that was Admiral John Bidoff and um, retired in the U.S. Navy. But what a guy he, he's he's um, he's a great he's a great speaker, too. He's he speaks. Uh, he's been he's been doing a lot of speaking in private clubs around the area and, you know, met with the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He's still actively involved in um, in in doing things, even though he's retired, just, you know, just as a speaker. And so it was a privilege to have him come on the show. I think, you know, I've learned a lot. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm an, a neophyte, but I've learned a lot about uh, yachts and, and racing and, and some of the rules just through doing these shows and through osmosis of listening to you and the guests uh, as well. And then, of course, some of the great regattas. And it's one thing to think about some East or West Coast jaunt, but I remember the one about uh, Malta and some of these other places. I mean, we really uh, went around the world with some of these guests. Right. We had the Podesta family, and Christoph Podesta came on the show twice. When I was in Malta in October, I was there at the... uh, the the Royal Malta Yacht Club Rolex Middle Sea race and saw the Podesta family win that race and actually stepped aboard their boat and interviewed them on board their boat, the, the family. 
And then we later had um, a conversation with you and I and and um, and Christoph. I think when I was in Barcelona, and he Christoph was in in of course Malta, and you were in in San Francisco. But then he won the race again, and so we brought him back on the show. And it was fun because he was interviewing, and I could hear his kids in the background because he was interviewing from home because everybody was, you know, either on their boat or at home in Malta too. That's right. And so after nearly 100 shows, are you starting to get a little cachet? Like, do people think of you as the Barbara Walters of Salesport now? Ah, <laughs> I wouldn't be so presumptuous. <laughs> No, uh, I, but you're, get, you're getting a little, uh, little heat, right? Uh, well, you know, I do. I uh, the the Los Angeles Yacht Club invited me to, uh, to, to help them with their speaker series, and and uh, you know, there's there's little things, little perks here and there. I certainly I can walk into any yacht club and and be be welcomed, whether I have reciprocal privileges or not, and that's 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 helpful because then you know there's an opportunity to tell more stories which is what our listeners want to hear now just for fun was there a guest this last year who maybe wasn't that great huh. you know <laughs> i uh, <laughs> that's what i just I kidding they were all, just one. kidding they were they were all winners but this is, you know, this I, is the thing i, I, I asked comedians I you know, know which was your worst venue yeah. well you know i think i think perhaps the you know, sometimes there's an important story to tell, but it's not, it's not as, um, maybe it's more, more technical. I think when we did the, um, the ocean cleanup, such an important cause, that, 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 that perhaps the, the entertainment value might not have been as significant for our, for our listeners, but, you know, it was really great to know about all of those efforts all around the world that where people pay attention to, to the, the trash and the cleanup on the shores, you know, that come in from the ocean. Because mm-hmm. we, we love yeah. our oceans. Fair enough. That's an honest answer. But, I mean, is, there, is that true? The, you know, people say that there's a, um, a mass of plastic bottles the size of Texas floating around in the Pacific Ocean. Is, yes. What is, what's, your, what's your take on that? Well, I mean, that's really a result of the currents, you know, bringing everything together in that little vortex of, of you know, because anything you put in the water, it goes somewhere, you know, it just doesn't disappear if it's plastic. And, and so, yeah, and usually, usually if it ends up on a shore, then, then people can, can clean it up. But if it stays in the ocean, I mean, the oceans are pretty vast. You know, I, I also, heard. yes, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just um, said I heard the next thing. We, we used to worry about straws and turtles. The next thing are these disposable masks by the millions in our ocean. Yeah. Anything that we do as humans, we have to pay attention to what happens after we stop using it. Um, you know, and I also, I, I must say, another, another guest that I have really appreciated getting to know is uh, Captain Kurt Boatger of the BAP Union. And you didn't have a chance to meet him because I interviewed him on a day um, that you that you were not there, but he that was the big Peruvian tall ship that came into the bay that was about 380 feet long with four masts that was right outside. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure you saw it when you when you were coming across the bridge to your um, to do your broadcast. But he, you know that that was kind of a pivotal thing. Was talking to him in Peru in in March and finding out about how the ship was converted to 
housing and feeding the first responders in Peru when the pandemic first broke out. And so that was one, because that ship was going all around the world. It had an itinerary of visiting many different um, ports. It had already been, you know, on several continents, and then, then it had to go home. And so many ships did have to go home. But then well, I'll tell you what, as, as, as we wrap it up, Karen, there are a lot of, you know, a lot of shows that are just cookie-cutter shows. This one is unique. There's nothing like it, and you found your niche. So congratulations on 2020, and uh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. The lines are open at 1-800-878-PLAY. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> we all have our idiosyncrasies. Try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We still got a couple more hours to go, and we got some guests. We got uh, uh, Dominic. We'll have to get a pronunciation on it. It's either Droga or Draga or Droge. <laughs> we'll have to find out. Dave Hill, I can pronounce that one. In the second hour and in the third hour, Bradley Gosnell and Dave Florin, they're in a new movie called Gun and a Hotel Bible. Just Gun and a Hotel Bible. <clears throat> Another email here. Uh, this one is from uh, Chrissy saying, Rick, when are you going to move to Texas like everybody else? Um, thanks for the email. I get some, uh, Chrissy, you always uh, have very uh, <laughs> evocative emails but in a very friendly way. Uh, I will not be moving to Texas as far as I know. I have no plans to. If I was going to make a big move, it would have been in 1999 when all the, uh, after putting in 10 years with the Regional Sports Network and sort of being the guy uh, as a technical director, I was offered a job in uh, New York when uh, we went compressed digital, whereas all of our transponders could be compressed into one, but we needed one head end uh, for, at the time, all those uh, uh, Comcast uh, Sports Network uh, outlets. Or it was Fox at the time. And that's if I wanted to make cash, I would have moved to New York in 99. Now, that would have been the move. Uh, I'm pretty much ensconced here, but I saw that Elon Musk has sold seven California homes, seven. Uh, because remember, he said, I will own no material items. So I guess he has to live in hotels. Good luck with that, especially with your son, Asterix, Ampersam, less than plus. I'm Rick Little. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Today, voters in Georgia are headed to end a very long election year. The Peach State is casting ballots that will decide the control of the U.S. Senate for at least the next two years. Senator Kelly Loeffler is facing Democrat Raphael Warnock. Republican David Perdue is pitted against Democrat John Ossoff. 
A suburban Chicago man allegedly located and pursued his own stolen vehicle early Sunday, confronting two 17-year-olds in a parking lot before both of them were shot, one fatally in a struggle. No charges have been filed at this time. California has extended the deadline for small businesses to ask for financial help to get them through the COVID-19 crisis. The Small Business COVID-19 Relief Grant Program, offering grants ranging from $5,000 to $25,000, opened on December 30th. Due to the high traffic, some businesses may have had trouble accessing the application. The deadline is now extended five days to January 13th. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had begun to notice after 10 days with Balance of Nature, I felt better, more energetic, and believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway, but as old as I am, that was really something to start really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers has called in 500 National Guard members to Kenosha in anticipation of a decision on whether prosecutors will charge the police officer who shot Jacob Blake last year. Family attorney Benjamin Crump on Fox News. The family is asking what anybody would ask for. They want accountability. They want justice. You see from the video that Jacob Blake Jr. posed no threat to the officers as he's moving away from them, trying to get in his vehicle and get his three little boys out of a volatile situation. The police contend Jacobs was going after a weapon in the car that was recovered at the scene. United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced Monday England is going back to a full national lockdown in an effort to stem a surge of COVID-19 cases. The new stay-at-home order will go into effect Wednesday and is expected to last until at least mid-February. Johnson, in a televised address, said, with most of the country already under extreme measures, it's clear that we need to do more, end quote. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The president's phone call over the weekend to Georgia's Secretary of State's office has raised a few eyebrows. USA Radio News' Dan Araki has more. A leaked audio tape of a phone call President Trump had with Georgia's Secretary of State in which he appeared to ask election officials in the state to overturn the election in his favor has been drawing reactions since its Sunday release. Senior Trump campaign advisor Kayleigh McEnany says that with the tape's release, the Secretary of State can't be trusted. She tells Fox News that during the call, the president was trying to shine a light on some of the data from the November election. The claims the president was making 
thing. He walked through on that phone call. If you read the transcript, the various tranches of ballots that he has used publicly identified data from the U.S. Postal Service, from the Georgia Secretary of State's office to call these ballots into question. This is publicly available information. Based on this public data, it raised questions on about 24,000 ballots by a conservative estimate. And now you have the Georgia Secretary of State saying, we have our own secret numbers, but we won't show them to you, even if you sign a confidentiality agreement. That should tell you all you need to know from the same person who's leaking audio, his conversation with the President of the United States and his attorneys. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The polls in today's Georgia Senate runoffs will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. local time. Veteran talk show host Larry King, who was recently hospitalized with COVID-19, has been moved out of the intensive care unit at a Los Angeles hospital and is breathing on his own. King's family reported that he continues to improve. He and his sons thanked everyone for the outpouring of support and can't wait to get home. King is 87 years old. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. What's up, chillin'? What you be gotten? Yeah, that's what I had had said. Come on in and get her, girl. Don't act like I did when I did it. We're talking some sports. This NBA season, I was all ready to wrap up and put to bed after two games. So you're going to give up that early? I was. I did say that I like to watch Curry and Wiseman, so there was a reason to watch. But, I mean, playoffs? I just hope I can win a game. I mean, there is no way we're going to Four and three. Not winning the NBA championship. (laughs) Maybe they can do something. It's it's weird. You know, it's it's weird. You don't know how these things is going to go. Things is going to go. News out of Cleveland. We talked about playoff games and making sure they all get played. News out of Cleveland is that five members of the Browns organization has tested positive for COVID-19, including head coach Kevin Stefanski. Two other coaches, left guard Joel Batonio and wide receiver Kadero Hodge. This is from the NFL Network's Tom Pelissero. The facility has been closed. I think that's in Brea, Ohio. 
the head coach, uh, acting head coach, will be the special teams coach, Mike Pfeiffer. Uh, Alex Van Pelt, the OC, will call plays in uh, Stefanski's absence. So Stefanski, with a positive result, cannot return for 10 days. That means he will not be there for Sunday's playoff game against the Steelers. Who, by the way, will not have Joe Hayden, the tight end, the uh, corner, and tight end Eric Ebron, because they have COVID. So uh, this is big news, and uh, we'll talk about it on the other side as well. But Cleveland finally gets to the playoffs after 5,000 years, and they're not going to have their head coach. Excuse already built in. Cleveland going to Cleveland. I know. Well, I think other teams are going to get hit by this too. Anyway, we'll come on back. Let's talk. Rates have dropped to near all-time lows at ClearPath Lending. Rates are as low as 1.75% on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, 1.986% APR. Call ClearPath Lending, 844-800-3205. Loan officers are standing by. ClearPath Lending at 844-800-3205. Loans not available in all states. 1.75% rate, 1.986% APR. Subject to 800 minimum FICO score and includes up to two discount points. Other restrictions apply. Call 888-855-6361 or visit clearpathlending.com for details about credit costs, terms, and license information. ClearPath Lending Incorporated. 15615 Alton Parkway, Suite 300, Irvine, California, 92618. NMLS ID number 936436. Loans made or arranged pursuant to a California financing law license number 603 j783 in california equal housing opportunity lender call now and save thousands 844-800-3205 attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book the process is not that complicated take a first step even if you write a page a day you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality the hard part is getting it published that's when you need to call page publishing they've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you they make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process you can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. 
Paid for by Airtime Media. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out and welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show theater guy. I'll call him that. Drew Drogi. He's done so much. He's directed and taught at the Groundlings for 15 years. He's with UCB. Uh, he also uh, is directing a show uh, with uh, Tom Detrinas called Making Friends. And uh, this is on an extended run. Uh, Drew, Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. Uh, how did this all come together with uh, Tom for this uh, this project? Well, we have worked together a lot. We've, we've been um, actors together on stage a lot, and he directed me and my solo show last year. So when he asked me to direct, to direct him, it felt like a great fit. We have a great shorthand with each other. And, um, you know, his show's about being angry and sort of coming out as an angry person because he's outwardly really perky and friendly and lovely and so we have that in common that we both get fed up at tiny things we love to you know scream and yell at each other about what we're mad about so it works um yeah <laughs> the groundlings when you think about i mean it goes on and on with conan and kudrow and, and feral what, yeah. what's that like yeah. being such a, a, a you know this place that's putting people on snl and movies i mean it's just uh, pumping them out like second city what's it like being with a troupe like that yeah, it's, it was crazy. I mean, I was inspired by all this, the people you named. Like, I, when I went, you know, probably 20 years ago to take my first class there. And, um, you know, it, it, it's great to be around that energy because everybody lifts each other up. And, you know, I mean, just because when you have that, the bar is really high. It's really tough, you know. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's a, you know, you get to work out a lot of characters. It's where you get to, like, you know, figure out all the, you know, exercise all those demons of all those horrible people that have been in your life. You get to play them on stage, you know. So um, it's a, it's a it was a great place to to train, and I I love teaching there and bringing people up. And you know, and now I have like you know like students that are on SNL, and it's like crazy to see it like keep going. Like you know that um, you know it it is a it's definitely a a great comedy farm for sure. Who are some of your proteges that are now on SNL? Oh, let's see. Okay, so who have I had in class? Well, I mean, Mikey Day and I were in the ground together, so he's on SNL now, a great friend, delight. And uh, let's see, uh, Chloe Feynman, Heidi Gardner, uh, Melissa Villasenor. I've taught all of them. They're all on the show now. Um, maybe right. somebody else. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, you know, <laughs> so happy to see it, you know, continue to turn out new great people. No doubt. Up here in San Francisco at Fort Mason, they have this theater sports, and I've been a couple times. And the thing I love about improv is that when it hits, it's so gold because we know it's not scripted. And I remember reading Tina Fey's right. book, Bossy Pants, and she said, uh -huh. in improv, you never answer a question yes or no. You create a new scenario. And the example she gave is is that someone pointed a gun at her with the, you know their finger, and she said, the gun I gave you as a Christmas present, you're now going to point at me? 
So she just created a whole new story. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. And you don't want to ask, I mean, you know, and you're, you're better off like making a statement. So it's not like sort of putting pressure on the other person to come up with the information. But that, that's like sort of great improv instead of shutting something down or saying that's not a gun, that's your finger. Instead, you're using that and what you're given to create something new. And, and just being able to like shine that light on, you know, and we even go into like corporations sometimes and help people just learning how to say yes. So it's not even about comedy, but it's just about like being connected with each other and like just making ideas work and like considering for a moment somebody else, instead of immediately coming up with a problem, which is what kind of what we're trained to do in life, just to say, here's why I disagree with you. It's like going, all right, you have to agree with whatever ridiculous thing is put in front of you <laughs> and consider like you're agreeing with it and how much, you know, how much more fun it is and, you know, and, uh, you know, you actually make something that way. For sure. Uh, a couple more questions for Drew Drogi, the new play, Making Friends. Um, the uh, the thing, too, about the Groundlings is years ago I had Chris Kattan in studio, which was a thrill. I'm a huge oh, fan. Yeah. Oh, sure. Finding out that his dad started it, right? His dad was on the founding member, Kip King. Um, yes, he was a founding Groundling, and uh, we actually had a classroom named for him because uh, he was a big teacher there. And I think Chris was the first legacy groundling to be like you know um to, you know since his dad was also this one as well so yeah it's been around now, it's a year older than snl so it, it's been around since 74 i guess wow yeah. the uh, i know you're with the uh, upright citizens brigade and and i've over the years when the comedians come in studio when they're in san francisco doing the punchline or cobs i've got to talk to them and they always say ucb in in new york on the one hand it's great to get some stage time but on the other hand it's like they don't pay. It's like your pay is the stage time. Did you? <laughs> was that kind of controversial? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I from my understanding, like back in, there was a time in the I was in the nineties where the groundlings tried paying all their performers, and they almost they almost went under. The problem with that is like when you pay the performers, you can't pay the performers enough for them to make a living, so everybody goes broke. So it <laughs> is a thing you kind of know. You're like you're going into it and going like, all right. Yeah, because there is the, the exposure of getting to, to be on that stage and getting to work with those people. I mean, I have every every job I've ever gotten is because of my work at the Groundlings at UCB. It's from people that I know who've hired me. So it, it works out in a, in a weird, crazy way and not for everybody. And for some, some people become millionaires and some people, like, don't work. And nothing makes any sense. But, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky because they just they can't afford – to um, you know, stay in business that they pay all the performers, and that's paying the performers peanuts. So, and got you. Um, let's talk a little bit about making friends now with Tom DeTrinis. This is a, a a one man show, and I heard that one of the um, the adjectives that you guys put out is that it's gay tastic. <laughs> so, what's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> that's okay. When you talk to Tom, like, I mean, that's his, that's his word. I think, I mean, we were looking for something to sort of, sort of describe, um, you know, a cross between, you know, gay and fantastic. If, if the word fantastic isn't gay enough, uh, Tom is going to make it gay-tastic, uh, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Tom definitely writes a lot about, about being gay, like, within our community, like, how we can kind of be terrible to each other and how we... Uh, just amongst ourselves, how, the, the sort of the mask that we put on in order to be likable and in order to, you know, um, to be 
sexy or witty or whatever. We kind of like hide our true selves. Uh, so, you know, it's like I, I call this show a coming out show. And it's not about coming out as gay. I mean, he's, you know, been out for a really long time about that. But he's coming out as being angry or coming out as being vulnerable or real um, in, a, in a world. And, you know, you've got L.A., you know, you've got Hollywood idea, you've got the gay thing. And then he grew up super Christian. So it's just about all of those things where it's like, be fake, be like, you know, be this thing that you, that, that people want you to be um, versus like being who you really are. So I think that's, I guess that's what gay tactics means. <laughs> All right. It's <laughs> called Making Friends and uh, you can check out more online at IAMATheater.com. Once again, IAMATheater.com. And we have been speaking with the director, comedy veteran, Drew Drogi. Drew, congratulations on the show. Thanks for coming on and look forward to catching Thanks up so much, with you Rick. down the road. Yeah, I Thanks look forward lot. to it. Thanks a lot. Take care. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We got some open lines and we got Dave Hill coming in at 1040. Last I heard, he's still banned from Twitter. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. 
I just want to tell them it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. Uh, Dave Hill in the next segment. <clears throat> the Downtown Athletic Club will be uh, awarding their Heisman uh, Trophy winner tonight. Tonight. Yes. And that's because everything's virtual. We have four finalists this year. Usually it's three. But a couple of Crimson Tide. They call Alabama the Crimson Tide. Call me Deacon Blue. Uh, Mac Jones, the QB, and the receiver, Devontae Smith. We'll also have the future number one overall pick, QB, Trevor Lawrence from Hold That Tiger. Hold That Tiger. And plus the Gator signal caller, Kyle Trask. One of those will win the 83rd Heisman Award, and I believe it's going to be Devontae Smith. Of course, this goes back to 1935 to Jay Berwanger, and this was named after the Downtown Athletic Club's uh, founder, John Heisman, who died the year after it was given out. 1936, but um, the way you want to uh, go ahead and see it is on ESPN, 4 o'clock Pacific, and the favorite, as I mentioned, is Devontae Smith, and uh, I think the college football world really got introduced to him the final game of the 2017 season, which was in, of course, 2018. That's when Alabama was facing Georgia in the college football national championship game and game went to overtime and Georgia was leading 23-20 and to a tag of Aloha replacing uh, Jalen Hurts who knows what that's like from Sunday he tossed a long touchdown pass to Smith and that won the game tag of Aloha was a freshman sensation and he ended up grabbing the highest, I mean, it could be uh, Smith's turn. But if you think about the receivers in Tuscaloosa, 
during his time there, Calvin Ridley, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, all become first-round picks. Smith is probably the best one, at least college-wise. And um, no one thought about him for a Heisman. It's been a long time. I mean, 1991, Desmond Howard, Michigan, and that mostly, I think he won that from all his punt returns because he did that too. Um, but yeah, why would you consider him when it's you know been nearly 30 years since a uh, wide receiver won the Heisman? But he's going to win it. He going to win it. <clears throat> Some years it's just like, well, what quarterback do we have? Winky, here it is. Toretta, here it is. <laughs> you know, uh, they just handed out willy nilly to just whoever's the quarterback. But I mean, if you look at Mac Jones, you can talk about him <clears throat> being buried on the depth chart behind Jalen Hurts, behind Tua Tagovailoa, and this is an era where quarterbacks won't wait around for that. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Look at Baker Mayfield. Look at Kyler Murray. Look at Joe Burrow. They're not going to sit around and wait. Look at Justin Fields. But he stuck it out. He knew that he would finally get a chance at it. Even though Alabama got a five-star freshman coming in, it's like, am I going to be able to do this for one year? But his first game of the season, he threw a couple of touchdowns against Texas A&M, and he was kind of on his way. And he ended up finishing with over 4,000 yards 36 touchdown passes and only four picks, but most impressive of all is his 77% completion mark, <clears throat> which is incredible. And by the way, 4,036 yards, Alabama record, more than Ken Staler, more than Joe Namath, Richard Todd, the list goes on. So he hopes he wins the Heisman. I don't think he will. Now, Trevor Lawrence was the odds on favorite coming in. Um, and he was the guy who replaced the best quarterback in the history of the school, Deshaun Watson. And not only did he live up to Watson's legacy, but he crushed it in one year. And I was at that national title game in 2018 down at Santa Clara. And But this season, if you think about him missing some games, he still had his best year in passing yards per game and passing for uh, efficiency. And he missed that game against Notre Dame, which they lost because of uh, COVID. And he missed another game after that. And if he hadn't, maybe he'd be winning the Heisman right now. But, you know, Lawrence was a pretty vocal advocate of players' rights and social issues as well. He was vocal in his support of whether maybe the season should be canceled. You know, <clears throat> he's not afraid to speak his mind. Uh and some people thought that that would be risky to his NFL future. It's not. He's going to get drafted first anyway. Uh, but, uh, of course, he's in with a shout. Now, Kyle Trask, who has absolutely no chance of winning the Heisman. This is something, though, that tells grandchildren that he was there virtually for it. He was on that Zoom call. And the Gators lost their final two games of the year and and by the way even before he lost the cotton ball the heisman votes were in but that shouldn't tarnish a really incredible season he set the school record for passing yards in a single season think about all in great florida quarterbacks you know another heisman guy werfel and 
goes on and on. Matthews, Leak, Tebow, uh, 4,283 yards. Uh, the school record for passing efficiency. And, you know, this is a school that has three Heisman winning quarterbacks in their history. It's pretty impressive. He was at his best in some of those big games. You know, uh, Texas A&M, Georgia, Alabama, those three games, 11 touchdowns, one pick. And this was not bad for a guy who the last time he was a starter was on his freshman high school football team. You know, it's called being a late bloomer. That was kind of cool for me, too, because if you looked at me when I was 14 and you said, who on this team is going to play in college? And there were only two of us. Um, my friend Mike, who was a tight end, played at Chico State. So he also played Division II. In fact, I played against him at Chico State, and we had a couple pictures together after the game on the field. My dad took some pictures of us. But you probably wouldn't have said me. You know, I like the late bloomers. But that brings us to 2021. Because my man with the plan, Jimmy Shapiro, who emails a lot of us every day, all these odds, <clears throat> and no offense to Jimmy, I'm not a betting guy, so I usually, you know, I don't even read the email sometimes because it's just odds on NFL games. But I like it when he gives me odds on things like this. Heisman Trophy winner odds for next year. And let me just give you the top ten. Spencer Rattler. Oklahoma. He already wins best name in college football. He should have played at uh, Florida A&M, the Rattlers. Uh, he comes in at 5-1, to one, two 7-1s. DJ Ugalele with uh, Clemson. Tiny Tim, not Ugalele. Sam Howell from North Carolina at 7-1. to one. Then we have a bunch of 12-1s. Bryce Young from Alabama, Derek King from Miami, JT Daniels from Georgia, Keaton Slovis from USC. By the way, you're going to hear a lot of Keaton Slovis. Why? Because he's the quarterback at USC and he's pretty good. Remember, if you're pretty good and you're the USC quarterback, you're going to get love. Just it's the same thing at Notre Dame. A little more at Notre Dame, but you definitely get it at USC. Uh, Brees Hall. Not Bryce Hall. Brees Hall from Iowa State. Brian Robinson from Alabama. And Emory Jones from Florida, along with Michael Penix in Indiana. And Jaden Daniels at Arizona State. They all come in. Oh, and Tyler Shaw at Oregon. They all come in at 14-1. to 1. I am so surprised, and I admire the fact that Jaden Daniels is on this list. I saw him come in as a true freshman the skinniest, Cal had a guy like this in Tedford's last year, but the skinniest quarterback I've ever seen. <laughs> and he looked like he went in slow motion, and I thought, why is this guy starting for the Sun Devils? It doesn't make any sense. But this last season, I got to say, he, he looked okay. I, I would not want him on my NFL team. He just doesn't have the size. He's just too skinny, but... He looked pretty good. Now, he's not going to win the Heisman Trophy. That's If you're taking a long shot on a 14-1, to uh, I hope Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman as an ASU fan, but he's not going to. But if you're looking for some of the long shots that are actually on the board, there are some 25-1 to guys. Carson Strong up there in Washoe County with the Wolfpack, UNR. Dylan Gabriel at Central Florida. Coastal Carolina making news this year, their football program brand new, but Grayson McCall 
Uh, and then Alabama, John Mechie. John Mechie the third, I'll have you know. Jordan Addison from Pitt and Zay Flowers from BC. Uh, those are the guys rounding out. This is for the Heisman next year. We haven't given out the Heisman for this year. But um, I would be, I mean, I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to get some residual votes. But I think Mac Jones would have gotten some votes. I mean, who got him the ball? But the thing is, Devontae Smith, um, he's going to take all those Mac Jones votes and he's going to win, I think, rightfully the Heisman Trophy. All right, we'll take a quick break. Dave Hill on the other side. Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Ah, buying some pretzel sticks? Excuse me? This is your wake-up call from Trackphone Wireless. 
Okay. What if you didn't eat all those pretzel sticks by the end of the month, so this store took them back? Uh, good luck. That's how some wireless companies are with your data, but TrackPhone Wireless gives you unlimited carryover data with active service, so you keep what you pay for. Hmm. Plans start at $20 a month. Wow, that's cool. Uh, sir, are you bothering the customers? Yeah, hang on. This is your wake-up call, people. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty raps to my east side fans back then. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No MC could rock like that. Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. It gotten brotten. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Coast to coast. We'll throw Dave Hill on when he uh, calls us up. Uh, a little more... Uh, ramifications of uh, the Philadelphia Eagles open uh, pursuit to losing that game against the Washington football team in order to move up three spots in the draft. And Doug Peterson, of course, heavily criticized for benching Jalen Hurts for a 31-year-old third-string quarterback and not even have the guy chuck the ball down the field near the end of the game. And one of his biggest critics, of course, is the Giants coach, Joe Judge, who was relying on the Eagles uh, to beat a uh, football team in order for New York to win the division at 6-10. and 10. Uh, But Peterson is also facing criticism within his own organization. Uh, several eager players were shocked and outraged with Peterson's decision to bench Hurts. This is according to Jeff McClain of the Philadelphia Inquirer. And in fact, two members of the Eagles' defense had to be held back from approaching Doug Peterson. And two starters on offense, um, center Jason Kelly was one of them, asked Peterson, why are you making this change when we're only down three points? And Suffield, as I said, he came in, and his first five plays, he had two turnovers and two sacks. Hertz wasn't great, but he had run for two touchdowns and was distraught, but said all the right things after the game. He said, hey, you know, coach has a plan, and I got to go with coach, and uh, this and that. Well, it, you can get mad at Peterson, but you really have to get mad at the people above him. Now, he did it, and you could say, well, I was just following Oda's mine hair. But uh, he was obviously told to do that because he still could get fired um, if he did it on his own, but he wasn't going to do it on his own. The, the, the thing that made it bad was when he said, I'm coaching to win. And I understand sometimes it's like when, you know, Barry Zito got an extra $51 million when he was a free agent out of Oakland. The Mets offered him $75 million and the Giants offered him $126 million. And he said, I chose the Giants because they have the best chance to win. They don't. He just wanted the cash. <laughs> we can get back to that.
But uh, we are now joined by comedy veteran Dave Hill. He's going to be part of the cavalcade at Festpocalypse. We were talking to our friend on the air, Dana Gould, a couple days ago. This is going to be Saturday, January 30th at 5 p.m. We're not going to have, of course, Sketchfest, but we will have Festpocalypse. And the list of stars goes on and on and on. I mean, you got Cross and Odenkirk from Mr. Show. You got UCB. You got Triumph. You got, just look at the list. And it includes Dave Hill. Dave, uh, you know, what's it like to do these online shows? I mean, you, you can't really hear the laughs. Is it weird? Oh, I kind of prefer it. It's less pressure because you know you're not going to hear the laughs. You don't have to wear <laughs> pants. So, you know, it's, you know, so you just, you, just you can't it, even just assume, assume you're bombing. You might be laugh. It's better than, yeah. better than doing an actual show and, really knowing for sure there weren't any laughs. Um, kind of no, like when you, when you opened for Snoop, you knew. <laughs> I heard mostly people trying to make drink orders during that set. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's weird doing the, the uh, online shows. But, you know, it, we'll, we'll get through it. And then hopefully um, 2022 will be there. In person again. Hopefully, we'll be all, all together again. So I know you're from the Cleveland area, and I, I spent some time in Shaker Heights. Where are you from? Oh, nice. I'm I'm from the mean streets of University Heights, uh-huh. right down right down the street. I grew up about a hundred a hundred yards outside of Shaker Heights, so, which is um, right next to Cleveland Heights, which is all rich people too. Yeah, it's all. It's all it's the it's the Paris of northeastern Ohio that area. It's really just, well you know, you lived it. Are you from well, Shanghai? No, no, I'm not I'm from Oakland, but I I was there. I went I'm the only guy ever to go to to Cleveland for spring break in 1986 and I actually saw a Chuck Berry concert at Terminal Tower. Oh, wow. That is a full Cleveland experience. Yeah, there um, weren't no Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You still had Mistake by the Lake. There was no Jacobs Field or any of that stuff. No, no, that was that was that was uh, some character building Cleveland you got into there. <laughs> that's uh, so. That, I mean, uh, that's when the I told, peak years, really. Mm-hmm. That's the peak years of Cleveland. I think you caught it right at right on the upswing. Right, right when the Cuyahoga was incendiary. Oh yeah. Well, I think by '86 it was. It was mostly just fumes coming off the lake and the river and all that. But um, now we've got it under control, you know. I wouldn't swim in it, but still. Right. So, Dave, when I um, I tweeted out that I was going to have you on the show, a lot of people said, is he still banned? Is he still banned? Uh, I guess you are, but i got to say, if you're going to get banned, you did it in one of the most admirable and hilarious ways I've ever seen. I, You know... I'm I'm a kamikaze for the cause. I went out on top. Yeah, I'm still banned for the record. This is the thing. I I was banned from Twitter for responding to insults from Trump supporters with mother jokes a a fifth grader would make. And um, no one believed that I was banned for good. But I'm I have completely off. I've been off for like a year. I'm coming up on two years. And um, I recommend it, I have to say, you know. 
it's I freed up about two hours out of the day. <laughs> I I work out now. I'm in killer shape. I have, uh, you know, I juggle now, right? And I garden. I do all this stuff that I couldn't do before. I heard some stat, and of course, this is completely arbitrary, but I heard a news organization report that the combined uh, time daily of people on Earth looking at Twitter is 36,000 years. It's, uh, yeah, and 36,000 years down the toilet that we could have used, like, what we could have accomplished, you know, I don't even want to think about it. Without Twitter, we probably would have gotten the vaccine about, you know, six months sooner. <laughs> that could be your new podcast, 36,000 Years Down the Toilet. It. I mean, I fully, there are rare exceptions when I think social media is good. But generally, I think, I'll even go as far, I mean, I'm, this is, I'm just going to enrage everyone now. I would even say we were better off without the internet. Now, except for this year when we're doing Sketchfest using the internet, when I think it's great. <laughs> but well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm 55, and when I tell people in college, you know, I didn't have a computer and I didn't have the internet, but we had a blast, you know, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it was fine. We were fine. I remember getting the internet and thinking it was just like a landline. Um, you would have the internet. <laughs> My sister and I lived together. We had one email address. She would look up God knows what on the internet. I would late, late at night, uh, save what used to be a trip to uh, a magazine store. Just a little late, late night browsing, and we were fine. And then it got out of control. <laughs> now here we are. Yeah. But, uh, you anyway. know, earlier in the show... Uh, just about a half hour ago, I had Drew Drogi on from uh, Groundlings and, and UCB. With your time, have you ever bumped into him? I'm sure I have. I mean, the comedy world, I, I uh, right now, you know, I, you, they told you I sustained a head injury earlier today. No, um, I, I'm not sure if I know him personally, but it could be just due to a lack of coffee. But I probably have. Uh, you know, if he's groundlings, I'm guessing he's a West Coast guy, and I'm I'm a New York guy. So that's you know that's like sharks versus jets right there. But um, absolutely no, you know, but no, the comedy world is pretty much like one giant high school. Um, you know, especially the longer longer you're doing it, um, which is you know one of the reasons I love Sketchfest so much. It's, uh, one of the greatest cities in the world and, and the best festival in the world, in my expert opinion. And you get to see all your friends and run around and stuff your face in Japantown. I'm, I'm missing it this year. Love Japantown. You know what? You, you know who you remind me of, and you probably never heard this before, and he's one of my favorites, but you sort of remind me in a weird way of Rich Fulcher. Have you ever got that? Oh, Beyond God, well, Rich and I are are good friends, but before oh, wow. we before we ever knew each other, you know, he we had a lot of mutual friends. Like people who had done comedy with him in Chicago, and then and and so they would always tell each other, 
to, you know, tell him that that he reminded them of me and vice versa. And then I was even I was at the Edinburgh Fringe Fest in in Scotland like ten years ago. And after the show, someone was like, "I love you on the Mighty Boosh," and I was like, well, <laughs> "Oh, thanks." Well, that's that's Rich Fulcher, and he's like, "Yeah, you're rich." And I was like, "You just bought a ticket to my show. My name <laughs> on the thing. You just looked at me for an hour in a little tiny theater, and you still think I'm rich." And he's like, "Yeah, you're rich." I'm like, "You know, I'm Dave Hill, right? You just watched my show." Anyway, so Rich and I, we ne- we finally met at JFK. Um, and you know how it is like women, when women, you say to a woman like, Oh, you remind me of my friend, uh, peg or whatever. Women tend to, I think want to meet each other when someone says that, but men, you just, if someone's like, you're exactly like my friend, Rich Fulcher, you think, well, I guess I have to kill Rich Fulcher now. Cause there can't be two of us. So Rich and I were, you know, thought we'd have to kill each other. And then, just happened to be sitting next to each other at a bar in JFK. And we just turned and looked at him and we're like, oh, hey, Rich. Hey, Dave. And that's how we became friends. Very cool. Please and speaking told. of the Mighty Boosh, Noah Fielding is going to be part of Festpocalypse. Sherry O'Terry was just added I today, just I that. think. Christopher Gass, Chris Elliott. It goes on and on. Alan Arkin, we're out of time, but I want to make sure everybody checks it out. It's going to be Saturday, January 30th. At 5 o'clock, go to sfsketchfest.com to get some uh, tickets. Hey, Dave, when this is all done, if it gets all done, come on in studio sometime in San Francisco. We'd love to have you. I, I would love it. Thank you. And, you know, please, just for the listeners to know, my greatest, uh, greatest thing that's happened to me this year is my name is right next to John Ham's name on the poster for this <laughs> show. So, you know, say what you want about my act, but... I've already hit it out of the park. It's going to rub off on you. Some girl will see that, and it'll go right to you. That's all it's going to be. Some girl in Shaker Heights, Ohio. There she is. Hey, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Dave, hello, everybody. Festpocalypse. Check it out, sfsketchfest.com. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on SportsBot. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 
800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Just to wrap up the whole Doug Peterson Eagle thing, there's a quote from his own center after the game, uh, Kelsey. He said, I think at all times in the NFL, the entire focus should be on winning the football game. Nothing else takes precedence. No player evaluation not amount of curiosity from anybody within the organization. Everything is focused in this league, in my opinion, on winning games. <clears throat> and it's humiliating, but now people think that they're at sixth overall. They will get the guy who's going to win the Heisman tonight, probably, Devontae Smith, that that's who they have their eye on. So, I mean... A year from now, if Devontae Smith is doing what like Jefferson is doing in Minnesota, they're going to forget all about it. But uh, the players, yeah, they, they, they don't want 
They don't want Nate Sudfeld, the poor guy. Go in there. We want to. You deserve some snaps. <laughs> so stupid. All right. We got another hour. Come on back.